York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm talking, talking, I'm talking straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from Nick of Time Show here, give you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And it's time to talk about uh, this crazy game. The Knicks lose to the Washington Wizards 124-117. to The Knicks smiley face assassin, a.k.a. Kemba Walker, goes off, almost gives you a 50-piece tonight. But he ended up scoring 44 points, 8 assists, and 9 rebounds. But at the end of the day, we ended up losing. And um, before we talk about it, we get to the, in the stats and the facts. Let me introduce, uh, first and foremost, my guy from the YouTube channel across the street. I call him the Raw Metaphor, and it is the Raw Hebrew Remnant. What's going on, Raw? What's up, my man? Under better circumstances, hopefully soon. Yeah, and happy happy anniversary to my guy, Aurora from Aurora, uh, from the YouTube channel called Street 37th Anniversary. Wish we got that win today, but, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. I know you had a good time anyway. Um, that did, but damn. <laughs> but damn, I know, I know, man. Crazy one. Also, introducing my man, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G's in the building. My fault, you know, returning from health and safety protocols like Clive, but I'm back. <laughs> yeah, my man's been sick for a minute. He said um, he's almost 100% and he's really he's, he's willing to give it a go. But, um, yes, sir. So, yeah, we're going to give it a go today. Uh, Ryan, do you want to read some stats today? Let us know what these happens in these stats and stats today, man. <laughs> All right, so as y'all know, the Knicks lost to the Wizards 124-117. to Part of the disappointing stats is Kispert career high against the Knicks, 20 points. Kuzma, 18 points, 10 rebounds. My man ain't have a double-double since God knows when. <laughs> and then Spencer did with the 21 points and 12 assists. The Wizards had seven players in double figures, so that should tell you right there how terrible the Knicks defense was overall. But I'm going to get to the Knicks stats right quick. Mm-hmm. Um, like Jay said, Kimball Walker, game high, 44 points. Nine rebounds, eight assists, plus four with the plus and minus. Had the highest plus and minus on the team, but that don't mean much. But we're gonna get into that later on in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Randall, twenty-three points, nine rebounds. Terrible game overall, though. Burks, twenty points, seven rebounds, three assists, and that's it for the Knicks in the double figures. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna get to the other stats, the game stats. So, in the game stats now. The Knicks won the battle on the boards, 52-43. to 43, But the Knicks only had 17 assists, which is pretty evident because the Knicks played a lot of ISO ball today. So there was no ball movement whatsoever. Whatsoever. Yeah, the Wizards shot 56% from the field, 43% from three. Bruh. While the Knicks only shot 45% and 31% from three. And the Knicks had the advantage in second chance points, 19-7. to seven, But at the end of the day, that don't mean nothing because the Knicks still took the L. Yeah. The Knicks still took the L. Now, um, we had a really good game from Kemba Walker, as you said. Um, the streets is talking. Kemba Walker is back. He's crossing over. He's shooting threes. The smiling face assassin should have never been benched. <laughs> right? All the good feelings are coming with the Kemba Walker stuff. And trust me when I tell you I'm happy that Kemba Walker, I'm happy he's getting his playing time back. And I'm happy he's producing on the offensive end. But. Raw, I saw what you were tweeting, and me and you were on the same page. 
with all the hoopla and all the scoring that was going on, it was evident that we still haven't stopped anybody. By halftime, the score was 64 to 57 Knicks. And Kemba Walker had a season uh wait, he had like a one of the one of the Knicks career highs, 22 points in the second half alone, scored almost a 30 piece. 30 piece by halftime and we we're only up by 7 and we ended up losing. And I can already tell you what the reason why he was losing. Raw, let me know what did you saw in this game. Why do you feel like we let this game get away from us? <laughs> Playing five on four defense with Kemba Walker on the floor, number one. And whenever you're not getting good perimeter defense, your bigs are going to be in foul trouble. I was concerned about that, and that's exactly what happened. Taj Gibson and Mitchell Robinson struggled because they were not getting good perimeter defense. You cannot play Julius Randle, Evan Fournier, and Kemba Walker together. Julius checked out today. And then all of a sudden, now you're playing two against five on the defense. And so I don't care how many points Kemba is scoring, he's not getting everybody involved. He's not getting every. The ball stops moving. And so he's not getting everybody involved. He's going a lot of points. Mitchell Robinson is like turned off. It's like you put him in plastic wrap and put the box on him. The same thing with, um, with Obi. Nobody, you know, these guys didn't get ignited. You need a point guard that's going to ignite them. That did not happen. So I was concerned. See, the other night everybody was hyping because we beat Detroit. It was Detroit. This is a better team. And so you're going to find more teams like this than Detroit. And so this is what you saw tonight is the reason Kemba Walker was taken out of the rotation. That's what you saw. And that's so what I'm saying. I, I, was, I was watching him score, and I was like, oh, yeah, everybody's going to be going crazy. But I'm, I'm not because I know we're going to give up just as many points as we're scoring. And that's what, what's going on. Yeah, I have stuff to say, but I'm, I'm, before I, I, I talk, I'm going to let Ryan go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Raw pretty much said everything right there. Like, everybody was hype over Kemba Walker's 44-point performance. But if you really watch what, what was going on on the, on the court – Oftentimes, like, Todd Gibson only played seven minutes a day because he quickly got into foul trouble. I could, I could point out at least three different times where Todd Gibson ended up guarding Spencer Dinwiddie on the perimeter because the Knicks got the switches because, because the Knicks got the switches out of whack and because guys are not sticking to their man. So now you're gonna have, so now you have Todd Gibson guarding guards on the perimeter, and then of course he's gonna get into foul trouble. He's a big man. He's not, he's not supposed to be guarding guards on the perimeter. And then on top of that, now with Mitch, you can count the amount of times where Mitch was guarding two people at the same time. And if you're going to have your bigs in those kind of predicaments, of course they're going to get into foul trouble and be ineffective. So Kemba, yeah, Kemba was scoring all these points, and I commend Kemba for keeping the Knicks in the game. But at the same time, the Knicks defense suffered as a result. Yeah. Um, I'm a, I'll say this. Kemba Walker had a phenomenal game, of, of course. I think there is a world where you can survive when Kemba goes off like this. But here's the thing. I think last year's Julius Randle and this year's Julius Randle are two different Julius Randles. I don't know what's up with dude, but he seemed like he was going through the motions the entire game. He was. He was. Until maybe the last... Maybe five minutes of the game, it seemed like he actually put forth effort. Um, so, so I don't know what that's about. You're seeing Julius Randle from 2019. That's what we're seeing right now. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it's, is it a happiness thing? Because I don't know, man. Somebody, somebody needs to check on that man. Somebody needs yeah, to check on that man know. because you can see the difference with, with his demeanor 
um, between last season and this season. Like going to the podium, sad face. Last season, going to the, the podium, happy face. Even when your team is winning, but your man's is going off for, for 30 points or whatever, he still seemed kind of uninterested, and that was a little bit weird. And, yep. And it was also weird that he had the smallest man guarding him tonight, and he wasn't able to take advantage of that. And he has done that in the past, like during the bull. I think shout out to, to, to Strickland who pointed it out, how he, he punished players when he was playing with the Bulls and he had the smaller guys on him, he was able to really take advantage of players like that. But for some reason, he was playing tentative today. And when he got his opportunity to get the ball and do something with it with a smaller man on it, he didn't really take advantage of it. I mean, he did with Nito, yes, in the small stretches, but he was, he was guarded by smaller men the entire game. And he did not take advantage. But oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say the thing is, is that first off, last year we know that the offense flowed through him, and he and it started generally on the pinch post. That's not the case this year. So he that's one problem right there. So that not only that, um, a lot of people are going to call that you know trade Julius, get rid of Julius. Look, let's be real. The Knicks are not going to trade him, not this year, and probably not next year. So if that's the case, what we need to think about is, okay, it's a given. We're keeping Julius Randle, and he's going to be starting at the four spot. So what do we do now? You have to surround him with people, with players, that will play off of him positively. And it's obviously not Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier. It's not. Not right now. So you, could, you cannot sit Fournier because of his three-year $54 million. That leaves Kemba. That's why I say it's, it's deuce time, man. It's deuce time, period. It's deuce time. We got to get deuce out there and let him run because all of this hyping and crossing over and all that, I don't like it if it means we're giving up just as many people. I want to see a 98-88 game when the Knicks are winning. I want that kind of game. You know, not this game where we're scoring 100 and something points and losing because we're giving up 100 something points. It's ridiculous. I'll say that for me, I do feel like I don't know what's going on with Randall. But I do feel like I'm hoping that Tom gets to him and brings back the defensive Randall from last season. I said it, I said at the beginning of the season or halfway when we started seeing our struggles. I'm if Kemba Walker is playing like this today and he's scoring, I still feel like bare minimum you have to take Evan Fournier off the floor for long stretches. Because yeah. we we've already we've already established that when Evan Fournier doesn't touch the ball. Or when Evan Fournier isn't involved, he checks out defensively. And that entire third quarter, he especially Evan Fournier checked out defensively. And that's when you you got it. Yeah, I agree. I, it, you can't have them on the floor together. That's no. You're absolutely correct. Right. So you're absolutely correct. Bare minimum, like there, there's there are teams in the NBA who have like a liability defensively, and they surround them. Like I mean, you, you kind of mentioned this before. I mentioned this shows before. I kind of referenced like the the 76ers team where you have a liability defensively and you can surround him with defenders and can work. Right. Randall can be a defender if Tom makes him take accountability. Like 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 he he can be. I've seen it last year. He was top 7 in defensive win shares last season. He can't yep. do it. Yep. But like if Evan if we're going with Kemba Walker and if if this is the new Kemba Walker where he's more aggressive, where you can shoot, we can shoot, have games where he shoots like this. He can have games we had a good assist games with Boston Celtics. Um, even though I would prefer like a defensive guy to start, if this is the Kemba Walker we're getting, I still feel like we're gonna have to uh, sit Evan Fournier. Bare minimum, we have to sit Evan Fournier and get a defensive guy to two. That 
That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, I agree if that's going to be the case, but but to me, the problem with Kemba is, is really twofold. The one is obviously he can't play defense. Number two, he really needs the ball in his hands a lot for him to be effective. You, you, he's not the type to move off the ball very well or, to, you know, to let the ball move around the court very well. He's a one-on-one player. To me, that type of guy is a guy that you need coming off the bench. It's not a guy that you need in your starting unit. So that's, that's what I'm saying. I would rather sit Kemba than sit Fournier. I, if you sit Fournier, yes, you could surround Kemba with four defenders, and it would work. Right. I think it would work. But you're, you're not going to sit Fournier at $54 million. That's the way the politics comes in. He's going to play. So if that's the case, you've got to sit Kemba. Yeah, I mean, I think, and I think that's why I think that's why Tibbs sat Kemba the first time was because yeah, and we talked about this in the program too because of the money. Be, yeah, having four years here for longer. If, yeah, you know, so if you if you're going to do it like, and it's really the same formula. So let's say you sit Kemba, you get Deuce, you get Randall, you get Mitchell Robinson, you get um, uh, A B or R J. Now you have four decent defenders around, you know. Because then, when you, you know, I think then Julius gets turned on and he starts to play a little bit. But you put him out there with Kemba, it's disaster, man. It's just right. simple disaster. And I don't want to overstate it because cause I don't think it was like, to tell you the truth for all, when Kemba was sitting, that's when we started to lose. So I don't want to blame this game on Kemba, even though even though well, it was he, evident he's that. positive the, that you have to be right because if he's positive, you know, if he was, what, plus, plus six, then yeah, obviously plus when he sat down, that means he's on the court, we were up. Right. So when he sits down, we were down, but it just the whole flow is off. That's what I'm saying. The whole right. flow is off, man. So um, I just, I, you know, to me, I'm thinking just it's not. And this is the thing. I don't like Evan Fournier as much as, as equally as I don't like Kemba Walker. I, I don't like Julius Randle equally. They're all equal to me. But when you got to look at it like, OK, they're not going to sit Randle and they're not going to sit Fournier. So that just leaves Kemba. He's the one on a two year deal. And you got two young guards that can come out there and get the job done. So I'm just thinking, he's the guy. If, if we did not have Evan Fournier, if he wasn't on the team, I would be saying, okay, let's surround Kemba like they did Allen Iverson, like Guy Brown did with Allen Iverson, and like Woodson did with, um, with Melo. And we would, we, would, we would work with that. We could work with that. It wouldn't be the best team to me, but we could work with it. But the way it's at right now, somebody, you cannot have them three out there. They do not play well together. Yeah. And, and Kemba, Kemba is the one because he's got the shorter contract. They got two guys, like I said, that can step in and do the job without being defensive liabilities. And so, to me, he's the odd man out. Yeah, we need, we need, a, we need, a, we, we need a more balanced roster on the offensive, defensive end. Uh, when the team is scoring over 100 points, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, we, we got to make stops at some point. At, at some the end point. of the day, we, gotta make, yeah. we, we have to make stops. I don't know. Go ahead, Ryan. So you want to say something? Yeah, I just want to add one thing because a lot of people are really supporting Kemba Walker, and trust me, Kemba Walker is my guy. I like Kemba Walker. I've always liked him as a player. You know, BX all day. I'm from Brooklyn, so of course, New York City. You know, I'm always going to support my guys. But this is where you have to be unbiased, and you have to actually watch the Knicks and how they play when Kemba's on the floor and when Kemba's off the floor, because when Kemba's on the floor. The Knicks play a lot of one-on-one iso ball. The Knicks, the Knicks do not have the players to play that style of basketball. The Knicks are at their best when they're moving the ball around and they're playing defense and guarding five-on-five. Five. Everybody gets, has their man, and they're guarding straight out. And, and, and I'm sorry, 
the Knicks play better when it's IQ, McBride or Rose at the point. That's right. Then Kemba. It's just facts. If you look at the game from an objective standpoint. So, right. yeah, I'm glad Kemba scored 44 points tonight. I'm glad Kemba went off tonight. But if you watch from an objective standpoint, the Knicks just play better when one of those three guys is running the point guard than Kemba. It's just That's facts. Right. It's just regular effects because, like you said, they're getting everybody involved in the game and they're playing better team defense. Right. Yeah. I mean, Adis, Kemba Walker. Somebody else. I'm gonna I'm I'm speak for the chat because I don't. Some people say they, well, Kemba had eight assists tonight. What would you say? We lost. That? We lost. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a guy that, like I said, this to me the the, the thing is in his prime. He he had a sixty point game. And his team lost that game. Right. How you score a 60 and your team loses? I feel you. Come on. I feel Come you. On, I, and I, we got four callers up, so I know this is a hot topic. Um, even the last show, it seems like people were really uh, attentive about this Kimber Walker topic. Um, I'll just say this. At the end of the day, um, I'd rather see this Kimber Walker than the Kimber Walker I saw a couple of months ago. I mean, uh, when he was kind of tentative, I, I, I'd rather see the ball move more through him than Julius Randle if he's going to yep. be this aggressive and 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 um, this efficient. Um, I still feel like defensively, though, we need to take a step up if we're going to play this style. And I I think we have to set uh, definitely have to set Evan Fournier for a Grimes or somebody else because we can't. I go think I saw him, man. I think he had a sniffle. He probably should go away for 10 days. Just put Evan Fournier on the health and safety protocol. Yeah, oh, get, get, him out of, get him out of here for 10 days. No. Let him go with health and safety, man. Shoot. Oh, man. Take a rest, man. Take a rest. Give Coach's a decision. Word. Coach's decision. Let's go with Coach's Word. decision. Give, give that man a paid vacation of France for 10 him, days. I saw, I saw him sneeze, man. Please, sit him down. Oh, man. <laughs> We're in the hotel, man. Oh, man. Let's go. Let's go. All right. I already know it's going to be a barn burn. We got four callers up who want to talk. Oh, wait. Before we get to that, gunshots. Shout out to D Nice who sends a 499 super chat. Says Nick's making list and checking in Grimes. Ted's going to find out who's naughty or nice. Miles McBride is coming to town. Gunshots. (laughs) D Nice with the lyrics. Inside the super <laughs> chat, shout out to my guy. Dude. <laughs> that's, all, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, we are Grimes. That's not coal in your stocking. That's Grimes. All right, we that's ready for Grimes. this. <laughs> Grimes under the tree. Exactly. All right, first caller up. Let us know what your name is and where you're from and what do you want to talk about. Hey, what's going on, fellas? It's Jr. calling from Florida. What's going on, Just, uh, want to check in with y'all boys. What's going all on, right, man? Right. What's going on? What's going hey, on? Hey, first things first, make sure y'all like this video. Share this video. We got the dream team over here. We got something for everybody, man. This is the squad right here. I love when y'all boys are on, man. Appreciate it. But, um, Thank you, man. Hey, Appreciate it. I want, I, want, I want to say something, man. I want to say, like, uh, I, pre- um, I respect what you guys do. You guys give takes. Um, and you guys have a lot of people listening to your takes. And it's very easy to... For somebody sitting down to pick apart takes and say have different point of views, but to be completely honest, like I'm one of those people that believe that sometimes people can have different point of views, seeing the same game, but neither be wrong. Just being standing and seeing it from from a different angle, and I say that because, all right, it's it's clear, right? Kemba Kemba has a problem defending, right? He can't 
he can't stop nobody right now. You even saw in, in, in pivotal moments of the game, yeah. the Wizards obviously went and attacked Kemba, whether it was Aaron Gordon or no matter who it was. Well, not Aaron Gordon, but Aaron Holiday. And, and you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it hurts the team for sure. But the fact is, and, and the man just put up, what, 44 points? Um, yeah. I, Raw, I'm a long-time listener, Raw, and I recall you saying that if a guy can score 40 points in the NBA game, that's a skill. Like, he's a certain caliber of player. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just because, yeah. because he can do that. Because he can do that. Now, now, Jayana said on the button, um, you, you got to surround this guy with, with the right pieces around him, regardless of contracts. If you got to put in Grimes in there to play defense and sit Fournier down so we can hide Campbell on defense, uh, in my opinion, that falls on Tiz because it's his job to get the most out of the team. And that's why I was coming with the different with the different angles and point of views because, in my point of view, like in in my perspective, in my perspective, I feel like the Knicks have massively let down Julius Randle this last off season. I feel like and and I feel like there's plenty of blame to go around. This is the third of the season already. This is more than a sample size, and this is a, this is what the third time we've been killed by somebody that, frankly, we could have signed. I don't believe Dinwiddie's on a bad contract at all. And, that, and, and that's really what I'm getting to. It's true that Thibodeau is the best coach we've had in a very long time. And, but he's always made mistakes with handling rotations and not playing rookies that he should play. Because if we're really going for wins, it shouldn't matter if you're a rookie or a vet. We're trying to just win every game. And it's also true that the front office, Papa Rose, William Wesley, those boys, it's true. They've been our best front office in a very long time. Probably the best of my lifetime, which is pretty sad. Because they've been really smart with draft picks. They've been really smart with, with, with even the contracts they give out. Even though they gave it to the wrong guys, they still gave out good contracts to those guys. So, like, even though that's true, it's also true that they didn't sign the right guys. Like, me, just total disclaimer, I was one that I wanted Dinwiddie, DeRozan, and Olenek. I wanted a stretch five. These guys decided to pay Noel 10 mil. Like, he's over there. He, he's been a total zero this year. Meanwhile, we got Drummond on the vet's minimum. Like, I feel like Drummond will be worth that 10 mil over Noel, even though he won't give us anything that much different than Mitch. I just, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to keep it short because I know I'll be ranting on this show. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all. I feel like there's plenty of blame to go around, and that goes from the front office down to Tibbs, and I feel like the, the one in the crosshairs taking all the bullets for these guys is Randall. Because yes, Randall is making mistakes. He has turnovers and everything. But those boys on the front office should have got him the right guys. Should have got him the ballers. There's basketball players like Evan Fournier, and there's ballers like the Rosen. Ballers that get buckets. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the front office has to know who their coach is. What, our, what offensive system we run. And if you look at our team, the Knicks, what was the last time we ran an actual offensive system that, that was predicated on ball movement, screens? Because from my time watching the Knicks, the last time I can remember that was probably Nye Brown, who tried to turn Jamal Crawford into Rip Hamilton, even though that wasn't really like, – it, it didn't work too well. Like, you, as a front office, you have to know who's your coach, what you're running, and, and, and you know what I'm saying, and make decisions based off that. Yeah. So that, that, that's all I gotta say. I feel like Tibbs, Tibbs needs to. You know what I'm saying? He he, he has to. Um. Again, I like Tibbs, 
That's not saying that he doesn't make mistakes, but he needs to play the guys that he needs to play, regardless of, and I know there's politics, but come on, y'all. The season's a third over. We're not good enough to be giving away games. I truly believe, how many games did we lose, guys, um, the whole time that Kemba was sitting? I think we lost seven out of ten or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we lose all those games with Kemba. And I'm not saying that you got to start Kemba. I think that was just a – I feel like Tiz panicked too early. He sat Kemba, even though he had the 20-game sample size. I'm saying a guy that can score that, that much, you got to find a role for. I, 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 I'm, um, I agree with Raw. I wouldn't start Kemba. I would start Deuce. Deuce's defense, when he gives you on both sides of the ball, it's, it's definitely who you should go with. Do, are, are, are any of us confident that Tim's going to start Deuce? I know I'm not. No. I know I'm not. And that's sad to me. To me, that, that's frustrating. Are we trying to win games? Are we trying to be politically correct? What are we trying to do here? Yeah. Start, the, start who you got to start, regardless of veteran status, regardless of contracts. Find a rule for the guys that are talented on this team. And I'm, and I'm going to end it with this one because I know, I know 2020 hindsight vision. Obviously, they didn't get my guys. My guys are doing decent. The guys that I actually wanted for this team. But I'm just saying, like, we as Knicks, we don't have the luxury to be picking, or not only picking, but, like, um, to, to be picking and choosing. Like, we, we need talent. We need talent. And we were, like, I see a guy like German. I see a guy like Cousins even. Like, we can't take a flyer on Cousins. Like, we can't take a flyer on him just to see what's up, just to, like, just to see what's up. He can shoot the ball. We haven't had a center who can shoot the ball. So that's why I'm going to leave y'all, y'all, man. Again, man, I enjoy what y'all do. I respect what y'all do. And I know it's not easy. You know what I'm saying? Just know that, you know what I'm saying? I keep listening. And I'm with y'all, boys. Y'all the squad. Y'all already know. Raw, much love to you, man. Ryan G, you already know. So, y'all boys have a good one. You take it easy, man. All right, man. All right, man. Thanks. Salute, salute, salute. Salute, salute. Salute, salute. Chat's loving the call. Five, I saw some fives in the chat. Like people like this point of view. Um, I, I, I agree. I actually agree with a lot of what he said. Um, yeah. This blame, this blame all around. This blame all around. Um, Tim Tibbs is not, you know, utilizing the offense correctly to involve Kemba from um, the front office. Maybe getting the wrong players. That maybe, maybe not getting the players that he thought would fit with. Tibbs yeah, I don't style. blame Tibbs because he did not want Kemba. Right. Yeah. So maybe Tibbs might have wanted Dinwiddie. We don't know. We don't but, know. But, he did. I know that he did not want Kemba Walker, and so you got to give the coach the ingredients he asked for for his recipe, man. You can't right. just throw stuff at him and say, "Okay, make make this work." He didn't. Want, he did not want Kemba. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, I sorry to cut you off. Um. Yeah, like Jr. Definitely. Um. He made a lot of good points. And say, for example, you know, instead of signing Fournier and Kemba, you know, the Knicks use the money elsewhere to actually bring in players that would actually fit dip style of ball. Would the Knicks really be fourteen to eighteen right now? Probably not. Yeah, yeah, and I still got to give some blame to Julius Randle too because he has regressed, and he still—I feel like he's still taking some back seats in his effort on a defensive end. So, like, there's blame to go all around. It's not one simple answer. There's blame to go all around. So, I agree with you, call it. But you um, know what, though, with regard to Julius, though, I'm not making no excuse for him. But look, okay, the top—let's say like the top ten players in the NBA, whichever one. Like, I know you. Everybody understands. Uh, like, Durant is in that number right mm-hmm. uh Stephen Curry's in that number right so you, those type of guys don't get 100 million they get 200 million right yeah so nowadays when you're getting a 100 million dollar dude he's not a number one option he he's your a strong second or third option so 
to me, they did not sign Julius Randle to be the long-term number one option. Right. Okay. They, so that, to me, it's not him. You got to. He's a temporary number one option, and you got to surround him with what you're going to d- develop, what you're going to grow. Now, I agree with the caller in that. Tibbs needs to play some of these kids because they'll help us win basketball games. You know, I think he's going to, but he needs to do that. And and but I, I I'm just not one to whine about who we should have signed because right. it's a, we we mm-hmm. got we're here. So what they should have did is irrelevant right now. So so yeah, we could have got this. I, I I would tell you what though, I would not pay Lonzo Ball eighty million, and I would not pay DeRozan eighty five million. I would not be happy if they did that. So. The fact that they balling out, okay, good for Chicago. But I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't have paid. If let me ask y'all, would y'all have paid DeRozan eighty five million? Eighty five million. That's um, what he's getting for. Not based on what I saw million? last season. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, yeah, not not based on on the last season with the Spurs and the, and then the age and the age on top of that too. That right. was, that was probably right. so that, was, that was not a signing we should have did. So there's yeah. no way everybody starts to look back and say, "Oh, look how he's born. We should have signed him." That's stupid. Man. He's not playing look, his contract just, though for sure. When look, yeah, when you're yeah. looking at him at that time, I would not pay him eighty five million dollars. I think he's uh, getting eighty five over three years, man. Uh, I'm not sure if it's three, over three. Over, it's over three. At, I think it's over three. I think he's getting eight. Let me see. Let me just look at this. Demar Derozan's contract yeah, because can, I think uh, he's getting. I think he's getting. Um, and and that's besides the point too. Like I don't want to get too hung up on the Demar Derozan's contract because he's not even here anymore. <laughs> right. He's not even here. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, we, and I wasn't going to sign him to no eighty million right. dollars, and I wasn't signing Lonzo, Lonzo to no no eighty million. No I'll, say, I'll say this though: Lonzo would have been a different story. I was I might have been. I I I might have been. I might have been tempted to sign Lonzo to eighty million just for the simple fact he's young and he showed improvement right. in New Orleans and been bringing that to New York, and the fact that he's a defensive guard and Thibs is a defensive coach. I would have. Yeah. I would have been tempted I, for I, Lonzo. I, 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 I would have been tempted. It. I can yeah, buy that. He's, buy he's, that. he's pretty much that. doing what we want Alec Burks to do right now. Yep. I, I could buy that. <laughs> that that's more yeah. of a risk, but I, I could buy that. Yeah. But there's no way that you're going to tell me that we should assign DeMar DeRozan to $85 million at age 31. There, there's just no way. I'm right. sorry. But I, we I, I will say this. If I will say this, cause, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm team Deuce McBride. I want Deuce McBride to get a lot more minutes. And I still, and depending on like the workload and how, if Kemba could keep this up, I can still see Deuce McBride getting more minutes in Kemba in certain nights. But, like, I do – it is encouraging to see that Kemba can at least score like this because this is kind of what we need in closing time when games are tight. But, again, we have to be way better defensively if right. we're even going to think to take advantage of a skill like that that Kemba has because we were getting smoked yeah, no, on a defensive end. Is 80, 82 million over three years. 82 million over the end. So like he's getting twenty, he's getting twenty seven point three million a year. Right, because yeah, because the thing is too, at least in the fourth quarter, right, everybody the the, the contention was going to Kemba, and Julius Randle was being more aggressive, and he was able to he was able to take advantage because Kemba was getting a lot of attention. He was able to find some seams, and uh, get some nice dump off passes to Mitch and other players. But the players have to make shots. And we just need stronger defense at the end. And kudos to Burks. He played some pretty good defense. And Mitch did what he could. But Evan Fournier, man, he, like we just need we just need a stout defenders all together. Whether whether that's ending with Grimes or, or Deuce or right. something. But we gotta no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I know not, I, go ahead, go ahead, uh, Ryan. Oh yeah, this, oh yeah. Um I know we got some other calls to get to, but I think it's gonna be really interesting to see the next game because the next game I'm predicting RJ should be back. 
and Grimes should be back. Right. Is Dips going to make that adjustment in the starting lineup where he's like, you know what, Randall, Fournier, and Kemba cannot play together. Let me take out one or two of those guys and put in RJ and Grimes instead, or is he going to be like, you know what, it's still Randall, still Fournier, it's still Kemba, and let me just put in RJ to replace Burks or something like that. Right. I don't think, I, I, this is what I'm saying, I mean, he loves Randall. Randall's not coming out of the starting line. Like, I like to look at it as real. I, not without, you know, He's not taking Randall out of the starting line. I don't think he's taking Fournia. He should. Yeah. I don't think he will. That should yeah. be Grimes and RJ only, if, if you're Kemba's doing Kemba. the only candidate to leave the starting unit. He's the only candidate. And it's, it's like what we said, look, you surround Kemba with four defenders? Yeah, we can go with that. But he's not going to do that. Right. He's not going to do that. So you're going to have Evan Fournier in the starting line. So now you got to surround Evan Fournier with four defenders. And he's going to depend on Randall to become a defender. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. It's, it's, it, you're right. No, you're absolutely right, and it's a conundrum. Yeah, it's, it's a conundrum. And yeah, and, and and trust me, me realistically speaking, I was just putting that out there. But I really, I realistically think the lineup for the Atlanta game, if Grimes and RJ's healthy, is going to be Mitch, Randall, RJ, Fournier, and Kemba. That's so. That's why. That's why I see the lineup. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah. You, think, you think they're taking Burks out? Yeah, I'm thinking they're going to put Burks back on the bench and then put RJ back in. Yeah. Wow. It's possible. That's definitely possible. That, then we're going to lose that game too. Mm, yeah, yeah, Kemba's yeah. gonna get thirty-five, and we're gonna give up, you know, one hundred five, something, whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Salute, salute to the chat, man. Shout out to Paul Butler, Sang Freud, Stanley, man, JT Riddick, um, uh, once a Nick, always a Nick, uh, the best mind in the game, Fritz, Stanley, man, everybody else who's rocking with the KOT show. Um, also, uh, I, let me not mess up your name, Agrides Lariano. Shout out to you guys. If you like the show so far, please, please hit that like button. Please hit the subscribe button, man, and definitely share with all your guys. It seemed like you guys really liked the last episode because the watch time was really long. So if you're really loving these shows like that, please share everything and hit that like and subscribe and comment as well. And let people know that uh, we are one of the best or the best uh, Knicks content creators and Knicks post-game shows out there. All right. All right. So next caller up, Chris. Uh, let us know, Chris, um, what do you want to talk about and where you from, sir? Hello. Hello. Hello, you're live. This is this is Chris from Long Island. What's going on, Chris? Long Island. Alright. What's the word? What's the word? Uh, first time caller. Alright, alright. What part of Long Island? I'm in Elmont. Elmont, okay. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. That's I'm Queens, in, in, basically. Pretty, yeah. pretty much Queens. Pretty much Queens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, salute to everybody, you know, hit the like button, subscribe, you know. Alright. Yeah, um, so yeah, I'm hearing all these talks about, you know, Kimba's a problem, this and that. You know, it, it's it's frustrating because, you know, it's not it's not Kimba. Kimba's not the problem. Kimba's not the problem. The problem is we have no wing def Our wing defenders is non-existent. It's non-existent. Wait, 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 wait. You're saying Grimes is not a wing defender? No, Grimes needs to play. I believe Grimes needs to so play. So you say we have non-existent, but Grimes can put God to win. You know what? I, I, well, when I say non-existent, the ones who gain minutes, who gain the consistent minutes. He's talking about Fournier. He's talking about Fournier yeah. and sometimes well, RJ. Guy. Yeah, and, yeah, and Fournier is giving too much. RJ guards the toughest offensive player. So, yeah, he's going to get burned sometimes. Yeah, but, but, but he's not. It seems like RJ is getting cooked every night also. Well, <laughs> he's guarding the toughest guys. He's guarding the toughest guys in the NBA. They give him the toughest assignment. Well, I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. 
We it's, 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 it's Tom Thibodeau. His rotations is horrible. His rotations is horrible. Like tonight, I felt like when when Mitch was 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 had foul trouble, he should have put he should have put Sims in. How much offensive rebounds does Sims have? Sims, how many offensive rebounds? I would have to check that out. I'm looking at it. See, his I believe, Sims had, I believe he had six. Uh, he had four. He had, he, had four, he had four offensive boards, six boards altogether. You know, these are these are these are these are rotate these are calls that's costing us in the end of the games when we need rebounds. We know Mitch is at foul trouble. He can't be aggressive. Take him out. Put the young kid in. Put the young kid in. And then Randall. Well, he did play twenty two minutes. Since played twenty two minutes. He, he did play twenty two minutes, but we need we needed those in the end of the game. You can't have Mitch in there playing playing with five thousand. He can't be aggressive. So what's well, the I don't know. I'd, ra- I'd rather have Mitchell – let him foul out. That's what they did. They, I'd rather have Mitchell Robinson in there. you got to have somebody that's going to protect the paint because they were just getting beat horribly. So you got to have somebody that's going to protect the paint. That's why he had Mitchell Robinson in there. And that's and, why Mitchell fouled also, out. And then also they were hitting a lot of tough shots. They were hitting well, a lot of tough shots in yeah, it's just coincidence that they that you know most of our games this year everybody's hitting tough shots, especially at Madison Square Garden. We're not playing good defense on the perimeter, man. Yeah, it's just I'll, simple as that. Yeah, I'll say I'll say this. That's I, the problem, and that's the problem. Go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chris. It, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's the problem. It's it's our perimeter defense has been atrocious. It's been yeah, atrocious. I agree. But, I agree. And it, we 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 keep putting blame on Kemba. We knew what Kemba was. We knew Kemba can't play no defense. Yeah, we, that, right? we did. Tibbs did not want him. Remember that. Tibbs did not want Kimber Walker. I don't. I. I. Am I, am, I don't know because in, in, in the pre, in the pregame, I mean the um the press the presser when they asked Kimber, "Are you going to play?" He was very he was very energetic, saying, "Yeah, yeah but gonna this Bar- Berman, he's, he's, he's going to say that in front of everybody. He's going to talk like he's not going to stuck negative. He's not going to be attitudey. He's a professional coach." But but Berman said Tibbs did not want Kimber Walker. Yeah, Leon he, Rose wanted Kimber Walker. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, you. Kimball Walker is not the typical. It's not the typical. Um, typical um, point guard that Tim's like. He like right. That's what I'm saying. Days. That's not his fault. You gave him. A, you gave him an ingredient he did not want in the, in the food. You know what I'm saying? So, so put, he's he's allergic. He's allergic to, to nuts, and you gave him a nut. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go, hold on, Chris. Let, let, uh, go, go ahead, Chris. What do you have to say, Chris? So we so we got to put that on the front office. The front office didn't put the right players for the coach to excel his. His game plan. I, feel I agree. I, feel, I agree with you. Yeah, I feel you, man. Yeah, uh, you appreciate your call, man. Definitely call back. Um, have you been listening for a long time, Chris? Uh, repeat that again. I'm sorry. Have you been listening for a long time? Yeah, man. I've been, I watch you guys all night, man. I'm a diehard Knicks fan, man. Nice. Diehard Knicks fan, man. Diehard Knicks fan. Um, out there, for the, out there from the racetrack. Out there from the racetrack. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I've, been, I've, been, I've been listening to guys for over a year now, man. I, uh, I start. I, I got. I started watching with Sim, mm-hmm. and then it went from. Um, it went to Uncle Freeze, and then I started watching you guys every night. It's in a rotation every night. All right, salute to you, Chris. Man. Appreciate you calling. It's in. a pleasure. Thank, thank you. Thank you. For, thank you for having me in. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, first time. All right, man. Uh, thank you. First time caller Chris coming into the program, man. Going one on one against Raw. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Yeah, I'll do Aqueduct in Belmont though. Yeah, from Strong Island out there. Yeah, thanks for watching, Chris. Man, yeah, man, the wing defenders. I, I agree. I do agree, Chris, that the wing defenders have. I, I mean, I, everybody has a point. Kemba Walker's, Kemba Walker's, Kemba Walker. Um, everything is not all Kemba Walker's fault. Um, but Kemba Walker is part of the problem it's as well. It's not a good fit. 
I'm just saying it's, it's not a good fit. That's it's all not I'm a good fit. I'm not saying Kemba's a bad player. I'm just saying it's not a good fit with what Tom Thibodeau wants, the, type, the style of play that he wants. I agree it's with not that. a good fit. That's I, all I'm saying. I and so that. that's why I'm saying if, if that's the issue, you got to remove that issue because it's not the style that he wants to play. I agree with you. Like I and I still I still stand on the fact I still I still rather this version of Kemba Walker than what we saw in the beginning of the season. I feel like the beginning of the season we basically had uh like Evan Fournier bringing up the ball on the front of Julius. Like that's what I felt like we kind of had. Like he he was really contributing, he was an aggressive, he was he was relegated to a spot up shooter. I mean, at least like last game yesterday uh versus the Celtics or two days ago versus versus the Celtics, he was running some pick and roll with Mitch. You know, he was hitting the mid-range. Uh, he was more involved, setting people up. I'd rather this version than than what I've seen a few weeks ago. I, you got uh, four it, more callers, callers in the queue? Oh, we hey. got four more callers. You know what? Let me That's shut up and get to these callers. Shout out to the callers who's rocking with the show tonight. Hot topic, Kemba Walker starting. Who's the problem? Is the Kemba? Is the coach? We're going to talk about it. Next caller up is Russell. I think it's a new caller, too. Shout out to you, Russell. Yeah. Let us know where you're from and what do you want to talk about, sir? <laughs> I'm actually from the Boogie Down Bronx, uh, long-time Nick fan. I used to talk on the text with uh, Raw Hebrew. Um, right. and since this, I've been a Nick fan since 75. So, Oh, wow. Before I was born, oh, you missed the champion. <laughs> you missed the championship. Back in the day, they said Big Mac, but, it don't, you know, that's over No, now. I mean, I'm, when, I'm you, when you text, what's your nickname when you text? Oh, I didn't even use the nickname. I just said Russell McCall. That was like really, really early. Oh, you know, okay, and, uh, okay, okay, okay. But I've been. This has been such a depressing year to me. I haven't said much. I just watched the games and listened to you guys. But uh, tonight, after this game, I just had to say something. And um, I, I have a little bit of a disagreement with a, a couple of the things that you guys are saying. Randall, uh, if you go back and look at the tapes. Uh, he consistently misses defensive assignments and critical moments. Absolutely. You know, no, there was a – when, when we saw tonight, you know, Kuzma, critical part in the game, you know, Obi's in there, Obi's doing good tips, puts in – he puts in Randall. Kuzma comes down, hit two threes with nobody even in the screen, mm-hmm. you know. Hand down, man and, down. And, and, and it's the in the, the, the first half. You know, and his body language is terrible. Then there's toward the end, we need a three. What does Randall do? He takes the ball and dribbles down and try to get a layup. It's like he has no concept of what to do in the critical moments. And I don't care if you're scoring 20 or whatever. If you are the leader, supposed to be the leader of what's supposed to be the mecca of basketball, we should be playing smarter. We should be playing harder. And the team now is a reflection of Randall, who is not held accountable the same way Obi is. I agree. Same no, way I'm not disagreeing. I don't think anybody oh, disagreeing oh, with you. I don't think nobody disagrees with you, sir. I just reality. Yeah. I just know that they, he's not going anywhere. That's all I'm saying. I'm not yeah. saying well, he's no, not a problem, no, no, no. but he's not going anywhere. But Ro, Ro, here's, the, here's the deal. The reality is if the Knicks are going to be different than what we have, then he, he might need to go somewhere. You picked Obi number eight because you didn't think that Randall was going to have a good year. And now Randall's not having a good year, but you don't let Obi get burned. And Obi is running and beating everybody down the court and scoring and whatever the case may be. He is creating a lot of um, action uh, where people are just not standing around watching Randall. And Tibbs substitutes that. Now, in terms of Kemba, 
listen, they knew what they were getting when they went ahead and signed him. We, every, I don't think nobody thought that Kimba was going to be playing any defense. But I agree. You can't put Kimba out there with Fournier because both of them getting beat like wet rags and, and we're looking really bad. I look at Sims early in the first, second quarter, a lot of energy, this, that, whatever the case may be. It's really going to be incumbent for us to play the young guys. There's no reason to have a bunch of assets, whether they are young players and draft picks, when we don't never play them. Right. We got to play those young kids. And, uh, especially if they show that they could play. Especially if they show that they could exactly. play what they have. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, so when you take a look at it, it, I don't agree. And I heard other callers talking about we need to get the Rose in. We need, I don't agree with that. I think that we have some viable assets on our bench that we need to go ahead and play. The sure. Knicks are in a great position, greater than we have been in a long time. And the fact that we do have a young court, there's at least six, seven brothers over there, young boys, that if they were playing, the Knicks, I think, would look totally different. I think you're right. I agree with you. I'm agreeing everything yeah. you're saying so far, sir. I'm still trying to find disagreement. We all with you, sir. <laughs> yeah, well, I heard, well, I guess well, I'm disagreeing with the other caller. He was talking about we should have signed uh, DeRozan. Give him, I mean, 85 minutes for DeRozan? Well, no, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, that's we've done that in the past. What, what, what needs to happen, what should be different about the Knicks now is that we should go ahead and play the young guys that we drafted. Now, if we don't play those young guys, we've seen what we do. We let them sit there two, three years. Then we pack them off and they start off and, you know, be starting other teams. And in the meantime, uh, you have a defensive coach that you don't have defensive players, but you're telling them to play a defensive game. That's, that's basically uh, – that's insanity. Yeah. That's great. That's a, yeah. I agree with you 100%. Yeah, I agree with you 100% yeah. too. We got defensive players on the team. We just have to play them. No, yeah. Don made a yeah. mistake here. The Don made a mistake here. There's no question. Don made a mistake. Yeah. You know, he, and he, he needed to correct it. You just have to correct it. Yeah. You have to correct yeah. it. Don That's made a mistake. Yeah. And, yo, thanks yeah. for calling in, Russell. Uh, enjoyed your call. I appreciate it. Definitely, uh, definitely right, call man, back in when you get a chance, sir. All right. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. All right. All right, All right man. Uh, all good points, man. Shout out to Don Hines, Tor- uh, Torf Nick, Stanley Mann, JT Reddick, Paul Butler, uh, Two Tears. Everybody else is rocking with the KLT Show. We got another caller in. I'm going to just keep him rolling because it seems like we got a lot of callers coming in. Next caller, let us know what your name is, where you're from, and what do you want to talk about. Hey, fellas. This is Big Reaper from Jersey. Uh, Big Reaper, what's up? Hi. Happy holidays, guys. Um, Happy holidays. You know, normally, you know, I would have been, you know, I was a little upset earlier because we lost, but then, you know, I was actually pretty happy because of the game Kimba had. I mean, like, it's, uh, we signed this guy for $8 million, and he's been balling out. At least he's trying to ball out. Today he balled out, definitely. Uh, the previous games, he was aggressive, which was really good as well. But it's just he's really increasing his trade value, which is really good. Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> really happy about that. <laughs> and so... I mean, it's just it's just an unfortunate situation. You guys know how I've been complaining about our uh, about our backcourt and our wings for like this yep. whole year. Facts. It's just like it, it it's <laughs> it's not you know it's not going to get any better. Um, as much as Burks has improved on the defensive end, he's still slightly a subpar defender. Um, it's just like we can't keep anyone out of the paint. And if yeah. you guys actually go back, 
Julius hasn't been playing great on defense either. He needs to be a lot more focused. Yeah. Uh, you know, but honestly, to, to for his defense a little bit, the reason why he was out of position on those threes a lot of times is because we constantly have people driving in the lane, and their defense, the way uh, Tib is coaching him, he's got every time there's a, the ball is like, you know, a driver, someone who's handling the ball near, near. Uh, if you're playing defense and you're in there, basically you someone handling the ball, you just you have helpers. Yeah, you got to help. So you have to overhelp. And so a lot of times these guys are constantly shifting when the ball comes near them, and then they have to recover to their man if the ball goes, if the ball is passed to their man. And so, and I think that's basically that's essentially what happened to him on those two, uh, especially that first three pointer Kuzma hit. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened there. And uh, it's just it's a disaster because it's just um, it's there's 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 nobody out there stopping anyone from getting in the lane. No, but he's so, right. Um, it starts at the point of attack. If he if we're giving up yeah. the paint, everything is finished right there. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. but the one thing I got to say today, um, I don't know if you guys talked about it. I started watching maybe like thirty minutes ago, but I thought Mitchell Robinson had a horrendous game um, on the defensive end. I feel yeah. like, you know, he. I feel like he did. If you guys notice, like, people are driving in the lane. He couldn't – it's not like he, he would block any of the shots. He could barely get off the ground. It's like, if you guys go back and watch this game, he barely got off the ground when people were uh, going for layups today. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if it's because he's – did the last game take a lot out of him? I, I don't know. Well, it's because he's guarding too, two guys. At, it's because he's he didn't get into foul men. trouble? He's guarding two men. He's guarding two so, men, and, and there's no rotation behind him. Okay, so when people did drive, I've like the when I was watching the game, <clears throat> when someone did drive to the lane, and he committed to basically to defend to defend that shot, he did not get off the ground. There were some lobs that a couple of lobs that they threw. He just you know he just kind of stood there and watched it. He could he got caught off guard. But obviously the old Mitch, good in shape Mitch would have been able to obviously get up and try to defend it. But he just kind of like he was flat, he was just caught flat footed, didn't even jump, attempt to try to like you know to deflect the lob or anything like that. Okay. And then look at the look at the uh, stats. He had three rebounds, and he played twenty four minutes. You know that yeah. that, that says it all. You know yeah. twenty four minutes and had three rebounds, and he's the starting center. I mean, he does a good job. Look, he does a good job boxing out and try to, to kind of seal off the, his man and seal off wherever he can. He's the best on the team at that. And so I give him a lot of credit. And so I think that affects his ability to get a rebound sometimes because mm-hmm. the first thing he does, he, he tries to seal off someone. And so, like, either the forward or the guard can come in and get the rebound. So I give him credit for that. But I just felt like, you know, after the previous game he had, Gafford is not, you know – He's bigger and stronger than Gafford is. Um, obviously, he's still out of shape, but it was just like to me, I felt like it was a very disappointing um, uh, effort on his behalf, as far as defending the paint, you know. Um, so that's just what I felt in terms of with Mitch. Uh, but with everything else, I mean, it's this team. Obviously, we're struggling with Julius. I think you know. Um, I mean, he's playing horrible this year, obviously. I mean, he needs to step it up. I mean, he's the leader of this team last year. Even earlier this season, he was talking about my team, my guys. If you're going to speak like that, say my team, my guys, honestly, even if you don't have the right pieces around you, you still have to play better. Sometimes you still have to make better decisions 
it just it, it's like the way he's playing it doesn't basically match up to basically the way he was speaking obviously he doesn't really speak like that anymore right most of the season but he spoke like that a lot last year and to give julius credit um if you look at this dude's stats like I looked at like the stats for like all the like a lot of basically the MVP candidates last year. If it wasn't for the fact that his efficiency numbers were so low, you could actually or you can actually basically debate uh, whether or not if he he would have been honestly he would have been top two for the MVP candidate last year. It was just because his <clears throat> efficiency numbers were just a little lower. But if you look at basically his um like when you look at his like his net rating. I took all the net ratings for like all the MVP candidates and you kind of correlate it to like the net differential, win differentials for the teams. And he had the, him and Joe Jokic, they're basically, they had the highest correlation. They're, they're basically, their effort essentially is highly correlated to the team's performance. Interesting. And so, I mean, it's a double-edged sword because that means like, you know, your team is overly dependent on one guy. And so maybe we're seeing that double-edged sword this year. And that, while we're definitely seeing it this year when your team is so dependent on one guy and that guy doesn't play well, but, you know, it's – so he's a – you know, I'm not one of those guys, you know, I'm very critical of him, but he's an extremely talented dude. And the season he had last year, I don't think people really realize how big of a season he had last year. You look at the stats and you compare it to, like, um, the wins that team had. He was responsible basically for – uh, he was responsible for about sixty percent of the wins. Yeah, I, I mean, it sounds crazy, but when you look at the uh, the statistics, when you look at the uh, the correlation, and then you look at the um, well, I'm just talking like, but he, oh, I'm just gonna say the statistics show it, it suggests that he was responsible for about sixty percent or more of the right. team's wins last year. And so he had a hell of a season. He definitely did, man. And, uh, and that's why he figures it out. Yeah, that's why I kind of disappointed him a little bit this season. Even though it's not all his fault, like, I don't know. It just seems like mentally he's checked out. But, yo, thank you for calling, Reaper. I definitely appreciate your insight, as always. All right, great show, guys. Have a good night. All right, good night. Shout out to you, too, man. That's my guy, uh, Big Reaper. Big Reaper. All right, um, next caller up. Let us know what your name is and where you're from and what do you want to talk about. What's up, Jay? This is Jason from Lower East Side. What's going on, Jason? <laughs> Not much, not much. I'll start on a positive before I Avenue, go on my yeah, yeah. Avenue D in the house. Avenue D in the house. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, this is the first time I think he's ever played Sims over Taj. Am I right? Yeah, I mean, well, he 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 did play Taj. He actually played Taj over Sims. I think Taj got into foul trouble. Then he was yeah, like, "I right, let me go to Sims." Yeah, but yeah. he had Taj playing small forward. He wasn't even. He was. Taj was playing. He wasn't even playing like center or power. He, Taj yeah, was playing he's been doing that for the last three games. Though. Yeah, he's small he's, from Houston game. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but in the second half, Taj didn't even play. Am I right or am I bugging no, out? No, nah, you're right. You're right. You're right. All right, so that's interesting. I'll just point that out before I go in on Tibbs. Okay, okay. He's like he, positive. Sims over Taj. He likes the young human. I got you. I got you, Jason. <laughs> and, and I don't like Taj. I actually like Taj, but I'm just saying it just shows he's willing to change. Got you. I hear Tibbs you. blew that game. That game was 100% on Tibbs. And and I'm a Tibbs fan, but I got to question Tibbs now. And if this ain't going to change, he ain't going to be the coach here for much longer. After this season, if they, because he left Randall in when 
every single person that was watching that game in the third quarter knows Randall was the one that was blowing the game for us. Bruh. The offense grinded to a complete halt the whole freaking third quarter. All he kept doing was passing the ball. Everyone kept passing the ball to Randall and standing around watching. He kept breaking the ball or losing the ball. It was terrible. After the way the second quarter ended where the ball was moving. Yeah. He waited until he, did he wait? He left him in the whole third quarter. Am I yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, he did. I yeah, was screaming to get Obi. I agree with that. And and he should have never brought him back in the game after they took him out. They left <laughs> him out. Yeah, I mean he took him out. Here's what I want Tibbs to do. Just just you know, because a lot of people keep saying, Oh, you can't, you know, you gotta run with Randall. I'm not saying don't play Randall. I'm not saying bench Randall, put him in the second unit. <laughs> All I'm saying is in the third quarter, when he comes out playing like that, pull him after five minutes. I agree. Then you, yeah. can, you can put back five minutes later. Hundred percent. But you gotta let him know this ain't gonna stand. Right. I agree. It, it, yeah. It's not gonna stand. And he left Fournier in too, which oh is another thing. That one is fine. I, I would have rather him play Doc those minutes. Me honest. too. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. You could say, oh, Dotson wasn't great. This and that. Obi wasn't great. They're not hurting the team. Right. Fournier and Rams are hurting the team when they're out there. Yep. When they're bad, yep. they hurt the team. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah, I agree. Um, no, he's right. This was, he's right. This was like a must-win game. Like, like without yeah. Riley Beal uh, at home, they haven't been playing good. They they have the worst record than us in the last eight games. Yeah. Yep. I agree I think, with you. If he can't win these games, what are you going to do? I mean, and if he, if he don't got the balls to sell Randall, look, you're not going to be able to play like this. Especially because he has Obi behind him. It's not like you're benching him for like for Daniel House. Yeah, you know? yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Now nah, I agree with you. I I definitely agree with you, man. Yeah. Tom Thibodeau, especially in the third quarter, for some reason, the third quarter, Tom Thibodeau has a tendency to let the the starters run a little bit too wild and have them play through stuff that they should not be in play through. They should. Didn't he, he should start? Play. Didn't he start doing yeah. the third quarter though against Houston? Yeah, that was the one time he woke up. Yeah, <laughs> that was the one time yeah. he woke up. But yeah. Randall and Fournier yeah, should have been taken out way earlier in the third quarter. Way earlier. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, like, and like somebody brought this up on Twitter. You know how a lot of, especially last year, a lot of Knicks fans were like. It's not who starts, it's who finishes. Mm-hmm. That's kind of true, but with Tibbs, who starts matters. Because who starts, they're usually going to play the whole third quarter, like you guys just said. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's yeah. fact. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yo. So, I mean, I'm, I'm so mad at Tibbs, right? Like, and I love, I, I think Tibbs is a great coach, but if you can't make this adjustment, well, you ain't going to be coaching the NBA much because this is his last NBA job anyway. So, he better. If Damn. You don't have the ball, yeah. What do you think? Am I going crazy? Do we all not see how? And I mean, and also the last caller was talking about Mitch. I agree with Raw. You know how is he? How is he gonna? These the, the guards they don't. When a guy comes off a screen, and the, the the defender is not even trying to beat him, trying to come around him, trying to do anything, and then he automatically is a two on one against Mitch. What do you right. want Mitch to do? 
That's exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Even exactly. even even Mitch's three rebounds. I feel like when you when you're concentrating on um covering up a, a point of attacks mistakes, you're out of yep. position to rebound. So it yeah, affects exactly. your fouls. It affects your rebounds. And look at his six fouls. Six fouls at mid court. He's yeah. trying to guard somebody at mid court. So. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I no, I was like, you know what? You know, yeah. give, me, give me give me some guards that can play some defense, man. That's all. Exactly. And then, exactly. I don't think Tibbs, this is why I'm so mad with Tibbs. I don't think he's going to change. Like, well, everyone's like, oh, he's not going to let players back. I'm going like, I'm, I'm I'm to hold judgment until all, everybody comes back. I want to see what happens next week, Thursday, when everybody's back. Exactly. What's going to happen yeah. He's going to play. He's going to play Grimes or, or McBride, like, 15 minutes. Nah. He's going to play Obi like 12 minutes or 15 minutes max. Oh, no. This bad I want you to tell me he's going to play these guys like 32 minutes. I want you to tell me he's going to play Kemba 15 minutes, and I want you to tell me he's going to play Kemba 32 minutes. It's classic Thibs, though. I love the way Kemba played today. Y'all know I've been killing Kemba lately. I'll say this. He played great, even though his defense is terrible. He ain't going to last this season playing like this. He's going to get hurt. He's going to be just like Rose in the soccer. And then what is Kemba going to do? He's going to play Alec Burks instead of McBride? He better not. He better not, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. He better not. Hey, yo, thank you for your call, Jason. A lot of uh, hilarious points. I have to get this off my chest today. I feel you. I feel you, man. No, <laughs> oh man, yo. Oh, did we did get cut off? Yeah, I, I mean, I think yeah, we have a uh, first probably hung up because I said uh, thank you for your call, and we got more calls oh. to come up. Oh, so, so oh, maybe, right, so maybe right. Chris probably probably pulled the plug on it, but um, let me hang up on you. But we do have other callers. Uh, and definitely call in next, uh, next show. Next show is Christmas. Yeah, Christmas, Christmas game. Show. Yeah, I mean, I don't expect y'all to be here. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna do the show. If y'all want to come, y'all can. But I don't really yeah, expect y'all. Yeah, I can't. I can't make yeah. that one. It's at noon time. I'm gonna be watching the replay. I'm gonna be watching the replay. Yeah. Well, I'll be here. <laughs> I definitely will be here. I'll, I'll I'll try my best. I'm I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm gonna try my best to make it for the um the post game. I bet. So I'll definitely be here and possibly, possibly uh my guy Ryan G in the building with me. Hopefully, talk about Nick Quinn versus the Hawks. Next caller up, Rich Rich Jim. Shout out to Rich Jim. Rich Jim. Okay. Yeah, Rich Jim. My my style in, in the chat. Rich, let us know uh, what are you gonna talk about. Where are you from, sir? You can hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, loud and clear. Okay, I want to say, first of all, happy holidays to you gentlemen. All right. Thank you. Yeah, happy happy holidays. holidays. Yeah, and I agree with the last caller, man. Tibbs, oh, my God, man. He's, I don't think he's going to change either. I think he's going to do the same thing he's been doing all year, and he's going to run with his vets. Our young boys, maybe next year is when the chance they're going to really get to do something because I don't see it happening this year. I think the problem is playing Evan and Walker together. Absolutely. If we sit mm-hmm. one, of, if we sit one of them down, let's say we sit Evan down, and we have Walker, Grimes, R.J., a uh, Randall that wants to play defense, and Mitch, I think those thirty-five will play a hell of a defensive job. The problem is Evan and Walker are letting the the defensive schemes are not working. They're yeah. not working. And then, yeah. Rand- and then Randall sees that, and Randall's like, oh, man, 
I ain't gonna hustle either because they just going by these guys. It's like you're not tired of me I out. I feel so sorry. I feel so sorry for Mitch because Mitch gets stuck in the middle. Mitch is the one trying to do everything, and he looks like the worst because they everybody's scoring on him because he's trying to guard so many people at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. So I like you. So your theory, another, you, your theory is just Randall just checks out because he's just tired of it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't deny that. It looks, that's what it looks like too. Because it do look like it. It, it do. does look like that. Another thing I think what's going on is last year Randall had the keys to run this team. The signing of Evan and Walker, I think, threw Randall for a loop. Like he probably feels they're trying to take them keys away from him by hiring these two number ones that was number one options on their team, their previous team, which is taking from his role. Hmm. Hmm. Well, Fournier was never a number Fournier's number one option on the French team, but not in the NBA. Not in not in, in Orlando? You wasn't number one option in Orlando? No, I don't think he was the number one option. They had, um, hey. Was he number one option? If, 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 if he was the one A, he was definitely one B in Orlando. One, yeah. Yeah, if he was the yeah, one. Yeah, I guess he was. I guess you do. I, that's probably why they stuck. Ah! <laughs> 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 no, you're probably right. He probably was number one option. Think about it. Because I'm thinking about that team he played on. They didn't really have nobody. Yeah, that's yeah. why they moved him. Because it was like, all right, well, we need to move on. because. We well, Vucevic also. Vucevic. Right, Vucevic. Yeah, Vucevic, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so, so he was like maybe a 1B or a second option. Right. Yeah, yeah I, I see that. Yeah, I can see that. And I wonder, I'm wondering why Tibbs, Tibbs called out RJ live on TV. He stayed screaming at Obi on the floor where everybody could see. He benched Walker for poor play, but Randall gets the team to do whatever he wants to do, which is yeah. not showing the rest of the team accountability for Randall. And I think it's going to make a, like the team in the locker room start separating because Randall seems to get favorite treatment. I agree with that too. And with that, yeah, yeah. I agree. He, he does, with that, Randall's definitely not treated the way everybody else is treated. Yeah. With that, I'm out and have a nice night, fellas. All right. How you doing, man? Salute to Rich Jim. My man, he'll be chilling in the chat. Finally, decides to call up to the KLT show. Shout out to you, brother. Thank you for the call. Next call up. We got two more callers to go. Then we're going to wrap it up. J- JT, my man. What's going on, JT? Yeah. Yeah. What's good? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I wanted this one. I wanted this one. I got a. I got a vendetta with Washington. Yeah, I went man. to see the Knicks live on my birthday, and he, that was that was my birthday gift was an L. So for me, it's always a personal thing oh, with man. Washington. So uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> but um. Happy birthday, though. Happy birthday. <laughs> no, 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 not, not tonight. Not tonight. I was talking about couple, like two years ago. That's oh, two years ago. Two okay, years okay, ago. okay. Two years ago. All right. <laughs> Bro, yeah. me. Bruh. I'm, I'm still salty. I still hold on to that. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, man, like to answer your question, who um, who's the fault? Is either Kimba or Coach is going to be Coach? Because Coach know what he got with Kimba, and Coach is the one who can make the adjustments. Kimba game can't change overnight, but Coach can make, you know, different adjustments because – Ideally, Kimba is a he's a step slow and he's gonna score. So you you really want to put Kimba with to me the perfect three with the perfect two guys with Kimba is definitely Grimes and McBride. I know that's the theme of the night. Everybody keeps talking about the rooks mm-hmm. is because McBride is gonna play he's gonna play make and he's gonna play point guard. He's gonna play real true point guard 
and he's going to um, facilitate, and but he's also going to play defense, so is Grimes. So guess what? You give Kimba that chance to make his, you know, to score and make his shots, and then when Kimba get double, I mean, Grimes got the, I mean, Deuce got the ball, he could pull up or he could dish it off to Grimes. That's, if you want to keep Kimba in rotation, to my opinion, who's the best guy. Kim, Kimba does not need to share the floor for Randall Fournier. That, nah, that doesn't work at all. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we, we, so that's we, we need offense and defense. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. So, I, he, they need to stay far away. And it's like you can't easily put them on the second unit because Kimba already ain't got really, like, the big contract. I mean, the only thing that's kind of hurting right now is Kimba's going off. So, even though he's got an $8 million contract, you already know we're going to get the PR nightmare because everybody's going to talk about, oh, Kimba's going off, Tibbs was wrong, and he put him on the bench. It's like they're going to make this whole narrative thing because even Jamal Crawford started with the saying, yep. oh, because the coach didn't like him, even though, yeah, like, Roy kept saying and rumor has like it. That. Yeah, man. Yeah. Say again? Yeah. Yo, Ross said he didn't know Jamal was killing us like that. Jamal's been killing us for weeks. <laughs> I didn't even know that. He's yeah, been killing us for weeks on Twitter. <laughs> weeks. Yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. I mean, I mean, so, the, so yeah. that's just kind of like. Go ahead. So, oh, my fault. So I was saying, like, that's why, as like I say, theme of, theme of all my calls though, is the worldwide mess. Yeah, it's man. The worldwide mess. Shut up, the blue. worldwide mess. <laughs> you know, we got we we got so many narr- we got so many narratives going on right now. And then the same thing was just, I was listening to Iman Shumpert's interview, and he said something that really spoke, that really, like, kind of got my attention, that kind of correlates with what we're going through, where it's like, you got to give it time. I know no one want to hear that, but at the end of the day, man, we could keep, like, I keep saying all the time, every time I call, we can keep crying and crying and crying about Randall, but what are we going to do? We can't, who are we going to, we going to give him a for who? Right. Like, and what are we going to get in return? You know what I'm saying? It's like, there is no real answer besides just figuring it out. So giving it time, because, Hopefully, Randall figures it out this season, or he figures it out next season because this season, because he um he's been getting his face beaten, pause the whole year because he you know he's hearing it. Oh he yeah, he's hearing it. He heard it in nineteen. He was the hero last year. Right now, everybody ready to give him up for for half a chopped cheese and a half drunken quarter water. And ready to yeah it. man, yeah man. <laughs> <laughs> so you know he's hearing it. Definitely. So. Um, but with that that being said, I just all I could all we could do is just keep watching it and hope the young guys play and then the tips because right now the biggest thing is tips is just ro- the rotation because I don't feel there's any good trade that we have that is going to really answer our questions because any trade we make we're not the only ones who see the potential our rooks got our rooks are going to go so everybody who keeps having these two K trades like yeah we're going to just trade Noel Fournier and Randall. And let the kids play. Okay, who are we getting in return? Who's really going to take those three guys? I agree. I agree. Without and if, if a lot it, of stuff attached to it. So I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Y'all let me know. Y'all let me know what y'all think on that. I mean, Other they would that, take a I'm bad out. contract. They would get rid of them for a bad contract. Um, but, you know, I mean, I don't want to see them do that. But that's that's the only way you're going to get rid of them. That, like, that, if, if, if there's the a bad contract, yeah, yeah, if there's a bad contract that's going to expire, let's say, next year, then you would take it for a bad deal. You know, but. You know that whoever that guy is, you shouldn't be playing that guy. It's just a bad deal going to sit on your bench. Right, yo, I can definitely exactly. see That's, that. If if if, if Kemba keeps playing the way he's playing, even though we're losing, I can definitely see his trade market going up and somebody being interested in during the trade deadline. I hope so. I can definitely see a scenario that happens, but will we pull the trigger be one thing? Yeah, I feel I like that'd be more that, up to I Kemba because Kemba's raising up his stock. Yeah. Yeah. 
That'll be more up to Kemba. He's definitely raising up the stock. And whether we can survive that too is like depends on like what Derek Derek Rose is doing with his knees. If if, if I mean his ankles, because if he can come back, that'll help. And if Deuce McBride steps up, that'll help um, things for us as well, for sure. Yeah, because because we still would have three guys to play the point with with Deuce IQ and uh, and and Burks. We'd still have three guys to play the point if right. we traded. Yeah. So, so that's not like all is lost, you know. If we if we trade him, so you know, let's. I, I just want to wait until everybody comes back next week. I want to see what happens. I, agree. I thought that we could win a lot in a row if we won this game tonight, but I knew this game was going to be tough. And the reasons that I knew it was going to be tough was because of everything that we just saw. So, um, let's see. Yeah. Let's see. What let's see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Yo, salute to you, man. Salute to you. Thanks for calling as usual. All right, I guess he's out, man. I think Jay Z said it. He says, "Die and be a hero. Die and be a hero, or live long enough to see yourself become a villain." Right now, Randall is still living, and he's a villain right now. <laughs> Total one eighty from last year. Total one eighty. Shout out to Hove. All y'all who's killing Hove on these verses takes, brother. Y'all, Bruh. all right. <laughs> That's my bro pick for the day. Stop killing Hove like he's not the goat. All right. Facts. And he's talking from somebody from Brooklyn too. I'm just letting you know. All right, yeah. next, <laughs> next caller up, Emil from Australia, who's again using his international minutes to call into the show. Shout out to my guy. Oh my man. god, man, from Australia, from down under. Yeah, man. All right. Uh, can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. Yeah, we can hear you. Uh, sweet, sweet, man. Good day. Um, what I said, what I said last game was, um. That I don't. I'm not going to be happy until we beat a legit team. Mm-hmm. This could have been the game that we actually beat someone. Like they're not fully legitimate, but it would have been a good win. Right. And like, if I have to, I said that I want to get, I want the ball in Kem, uh, in Evans' hands. I do not want him to touch the ball ever again. <laughs> he, he's so inconsistent. He kills my life. Like he's so inconsistent. Um. Uh. And yeah, like. I, I just don't understand the, how we how the effort is so low. Like Julius, those two threes. Like if we had to lose to anyone, did it have to be Cole Kuzma? Had to be Cole oh, Kuzma. Oh yeah, man. Like, yeah. and it annoyed me so much. Yeah, but um, even the um, this 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 uh, the Dinwiddie three off the the banker that that was so frustrating. Yeah. And then yeah. the um, the rebound from Mitch into um, I think Aaron Holiday in for the three. Like those oh, yeah. 50, the fifty-fifty balls killed us like, at the end. Um, but yeah, man, it was fast. I wanted this win so bad. It's like it, I was trying to look on the bright side. If we, let's say we had Rosen quickly today, it'd probably be a different outcome. But yeah. it's like well, it's, it's such a winnable game, so you can't really blame it on having players missing. And um, but yeah, it's, you know, one thing I feel like we need is a a wing defender like Mikhail Bridges or someone like those versatile guys. Like, right. even not with the contract this guy has, but I would love Jeremy Grant, but like, obviously, not with the contract situation he's in. Mm-hmm. But like, Jeremy Grant would be, so, I feel like he'd be a good player on this team, especially if he's not the first option, you know? Right. Yeah, but yeah, we can't, we're not going to get him. We're not going to get him, but it's just like something that I thought in my head it'd be a perfect fit. Yeah, and we, and we have Grimes too. We gotta see what Grimes can do because you know, we gotta Grimes, let Grimes yeah. play, man. That's yeah. Grimes might be Grimes might be somebody who could do it for us. He showed that he could play defense before. We just need to give him a chance. I mean, today we had what Daniel House, 
um who um yeah. Yeah, he look, he looked he looked he looked kind of crazy today a little bit for a second. Yeah. <laughs> and then Dot yeah, and coach is yeah. like, you know what? Just go with Dot. Just go with Dot. And then Dot yeah. a little yeah. better. But you you're right. We need a wing defenders, and we need to not play Taj at the small forward spot. We need to stop that too. Yeah, and also Grimes yeah, and and I'll try to cut you off. Um, and Grimes could could potentially be the next Mikael Bridges because he's a, he has a similar game to Mikael Bridges. So Nick Nick may possibly yeah. have that play on the roster already. Good point. That's the frustrating yeah. thing. We got the talent on the team to win. We just not playing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, understand. But with um with the D Rose injury, I, I feel like they're not going to play Grimes anymore because um I think they're going to need McBride a bit more than Grimes unless um because who who's going to replace Rose in in the backup point minutes? I would think that would be um IQ and then put Grimes at the two guard on on, on the second unit. Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. I mean, I would do it. I don't know, because... It it could go either way, man. Like, you know what? You know what's funny? I felt like we kind of liked McBride's game more than Grimes when it came to Summer League. But I feel like Grimes has gotten the go-ahead first because of where he was um, drafted. Yep. Um, But I, I like IQ and McBride better together. Like I mean that the the the, the times yeah. I've seen them together when they had that one two punch against Houston, like they seem to fit together really seamlessly. And not to say that IQ and um, IQ and Grimes wouldn't fit because I think they'll fit to, together as well. But I like McBride and IQ a little you bit more. You could close with them like they did against Houston. You could close. You could right. close fourth quarter with them. Right. But I'm just saying as as units, I'd start Grimes and then have IQ be the point in the second unit where Rose was, and then just move Grimes. I start do something to put Grimes into uh, IQ spot as the two guard in the second. Right, but I'm not sure if that's going to happen. But I agree with you. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, with you, yeah. yeah. It's going to happen. We can say everything we want, but who knows? Yeah, you got, <laughs> exactly. a super chat. you got a super chat, man. Oh, we got a super chat. Hope. Yeah. Hold on, hope. Ten dollars super. Yeah, my, my guy Reaper says ten dollars. Why didn't Grimes play? I thought he was playing today because I saw a report that said he was playing, but then somebody, I think Ryan said behind the scenes. That yeah, yeah, like somebody on. Uh, I think while the game was going on, I think somebody mentioned that Grimes is only like for like emergency purposes. Like you know, if in case of an emergency, then yeah, Grimes would play. But I think the I think the plan was to sit Grimes out for this game, then probably get him ready to play Saturday against the Hawks. Right. So, thank you for the super check. Definitely helps out the program. Um, Emil, any more questions or comments? Um, no, if we, if we just bench Fournier, we can probably play Grimes and McBride, but we all know it's not going to happen. So, just keep him out of the rotation. But. I would love to see yeah, that. But, yeah. I would love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would love it, man. I would definitely love it. Yeah. Yo, salute to you, Emil. Thanks for calling in. I'm not sure what time. What time is it in salute, Australia? Man. I, I, it's tomorrow at 11.40 a.m. It's 11.40 a.m.? Yeah, Friday. Wow. Okay. Well, okay, so you're in the future. That's what's up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're early morning. Thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate you. And, um, yeah, no worries, man. Have a good Christmas, eh? All right. You too, sir. Yeah, you too, man. All right. Shout out to Emil. Um, yeah, good, good, yeah, good show. Good spirited show. People really involved. Kemba Walker has been top of the conversation um bro bro picks any bro picks for you today brian Ryan. no bro picks well um i'll put you on the spot i already know 
<laughs> but what what there is there is a bruh pick um I forgot who I forgot who fell who touched Earth. Somebody touched Earth though. Um it was Bucks versus um who who Bucks are playing again? Oh, it was the Rockets, right? Somebody yes, touched something. Yes, yeah, somebody touched Earth on the Rockets. Yes. Yeah, somebody touched Earth on the Rockets. Bruh. But um He sat yeah, on the sideline. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. I forgot who the player was. Yeah, it was it was Jordan Nawara, I think, on the Bucks. He 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 was saucing dude on the wing and went behind and went between the legs, step back, and my guy just sat on the ground and just slid towards oh, the no. sideline. Oh no! <laughs> and, it, and he ended up not getting in the basket as well. That was another game. Was that tonight? Oh, game? I got you. I got you. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah, I that, got that, it. That was a pass game. Hold on, hold on. I found it. <laughs> I found it. I found it. Wait a minute. If I can find it. <laughs> Hilarious. If I can find it real quick. Here we go. Sauce. Sauce. Whoop. On the sideline. Cash. Yep. Bruh. <laughs> and they, they don't, they, you know what's funny about that? Can't touch Because Jordan the war, like after he did that later on in the game, he, 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 he got close to him. So he had it on his head. Bad day, bad day for my man. <laughs> and, and, and then on top of that, what made it even worse was that Christian Wood Christian Wood used two hands for safety too. Uh, no, you know what? I saw uh, that I saw that highlight. Yeah. I saw that I saw both of the highlight when he when he had homie on the floor. I did yep. see I did see that. Crazy. All and right. he hit a three on him. He, he stepped back and hit a three on him. Yep. Oh, man. And in war, in war, don't normally have any moves like that. Well, he found moves that, that day. That's yeah, why you gotta. When you don't do that, you saw the way he was celebrating. Yep. When you <laughs> don't do that, you gotta, you gotta milk it. You gotta milk it. Oh my god! That's yeah, why you he, he kind of did the impression of him um fumbling on the floor. He had his hands out. He's like, eh. oh my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> All right, good show, guys. That is our show. Um, raw. Let them know where they can find you, sir. Raw Hebrew Remnant on YouTube and Raw Hebrew Remnant on Twitter. I also have Raw Hebrew Remnant on Patreon, but you know it's that's just for the Philippine thing. But as far as you want, you want to converse. It's those are the two places. All right, cool. Ryan, where can they find you, sir? You'll find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That's S I R G. It's C-H-I-L-L-I-N. You can also find me on Twitter at Ryan G-K-O-T. And before we go, I just got to um, big up Joseph Ross' comments because he said, let us bribe dibs with a life with a lifetime free order of Cat's pastrami sandwiches from Cat's with a free T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> first is not a point guard. He looks for a shot first. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, one more. Yo, tell them you want to call. Tell them you want to. You want to call and close. You can call. Tell them you haven't called in a minute. I'll just. I'll just. I'm letting them know where they can find me, and you can call in and close the show. All right. Tell them Alejandro. Mm-hmm. Just for just for side thing, Frank Nilakina got 14 points tonight. All right. Starting for. Okay. Starting for the. Frank. All right. He, he says he, he played. He played 37 minutes. He he, he actually shot 16 times. Oh wow! Damn. Put him up today, Frank. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, but he lost. Wait, wait. Oh, all has right. he ever ha, has he ever taken that many field goals in a game? I don't for the think he's ever taken that many shots. Yeah. Yes, this might be a career he high was, for he, he was pulling, man. He played 
16 shots, took 10 threes, but he only hit two. This is like Tupac. You got the juice now. No more point guard. He was pulling. Yeah. Still <laughs> team. <laughs> but yeah. Word. All right. Well, you already know, man. You you know where to find us. Find us at DKOT Show on Twitter. The Nick of Time Show on Instagram. Listen, man. We are creeping up slowly to those 10K followers. I feel like, I think we're like almost 70 away from 10K followers. So right, definitely, right. if you're watching the show, you're loving TOT, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, share. Also, Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram, all right? And also, you can buy our snapbacks at thenickatonshow.com slash catalog. All right? Cool. So, wait, all that right. Dallas pick is top 10 protected? Yeah. We got we got picks on picks on picks. We got a lot of picks coming up. We're going to have yeah. we're gonna have to consolidate some picks and, and make a move because we have too many picks. But, um, Do we have their pick this summer? This summer? Uh, I, um, I, I feel like it's next summer. I, I, I thought like it was 2023. Yeah, 2023. Yeah, 2023. Yeah. All right. Yeah, right. Okay. 2023. Okay. All right. Here we go. Closing this show. Final caller of the night. It's Tell him Alejandro. Tell him. Talk to us, dog. What you got on your mind, sir? Test, 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 how you doing? Good night, Uncle Roy. We got to talk. So, you know, everybody right now, they're in shambles, as we should be. But, you know, we got a lot of stuff that we're questioning, right? Whether it's the rotation, the coach, our supposed best player, Julius Randle. But I need to refocus everybody because it's time to go to Remix Saturday. Hold on. I can't wait to unseen it. Are you on speaker? Are you on speaker? Are you on speaker? Hold on a second. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm not on speaker. Hold on. Can you hear me? Can you hear yeah. me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. You know we have to we have to get some blood on Saturday. You know why? I'm gonna tell you why. Because the NBA is trying to change the COVID protocols, the health and safety rules from ten days to six days. Right. Six added right. from Sunday is Saturday instead of seven days. Sunday is the day Trey Young went into protocol. Keep your eyes open and stay mm, woke. They stay woke. They trying to get us. You understand what I'm saying? Because on Saturday, I'm smoking on that Atlanta Hawks site. That's one of my gifts. I'm going to my Christmas tree with my coquito. And I'm going to see underneath a dead bird. That's going to my tree. A dead bird. After IQ hopefully can sneak out of protocol and go crazy. And the Trey Young stopper, Deuce McBride, hopefully can sneak out of protocol. We'll see. We're going to see what they do with this protocol stuff. If they let Trey Young in the game, I want to see some of our Knicks in the game. Not just RJ Grimes. I want to see one more person. You know what I'm saying? But it. other than that, I want everybody to focus because we're going to get a lot of answers on Saturday. You see how we question the coach and our best player? If they don't show up Saturday, the noise is going to get crazy. Now, if you mm. remember years ago, right before we hired Phil Jackson, people were blinded by, oh, my God, it's Phil. But they forgot the day prior that we were about to go to Madison Square Garden and we were about to riot and protest because we didn't like the direction that Mr. Dolan was taking the team. You remember that? That's yeah. Crazy.
with whack. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we're going to get some answers this Saturday. I think that's a good thing, to be honest. I think that's a very good thing. Hmm. Talima says he want. He's like, if the world is burning, it's gonna be better for us because the players are gonna, the players want the player gonna play, and you feel like the coach might be on. Is that what I'm hearing you saying? I like the coach, but I think he lacks a, a sense of awareness with what's going on in the game at times. And and y'all were pointing out how he'll bark at Obi, he'll bark at whatever player, but he's not barking at Julius. I swear to God, with my right hand up, this third quarter Kemba was cooking. This second quarter, Kemba was cooking. There was a point in the third quarter where Julius Randle got the ball from Kemba. He didn't give it back. He drove to the lane and got a turnover. And I said, oh, my God, I just saw this a week and change ago when Grimes was cooking. And Grimes gave the ball to Randle. Randle did not give him the ball back and screen. Randle drove and had a turnover. I just saw this. Something is going on where Randle is not being held accountable for some of these mistakes that he's making. And on Saturday, if we lose with a nationwide game like that, Oh, nah. Changes is coming. That's why I say this is a good thing. We're going to get a present on Saturday, whether we like it or not. <laughs> so whether we like it or not, we either getting cooked bird or a new coach. <laughs> Saturday. Kaplow, kaplow, kaplow. You already know the good oh, shots. Man. Goes, uh, man. Oh, oh, man. Oh, Yo, man. for the three of y'all, much love. Y'all keep cooking. And we're going to link on Saturday. We're going to see what we get for Christmas. Yes, I'm looking at all that right, tree. All right. All right. Shout out <laughs> to my man, Tello. Be safe. Be safe. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. All right, you too, man. Shout out to my man, Tello. For real. For real. Always, for for real. Real. Always been so fire. Um, Always. I don't, think, I don't think Tom is going to be fired this season. No, nah, he ain't going nowhere. I don't see that, but um, they go whatever happens. You got until next. He's gonna go three full seasons. I'm telling you that right now. But I don't think this season is done yet. They looking real bad, but it's dark before the dawn, man. Wait for our kids to come back. Right. The, the schedule is yeah. still kind of soft for December and January. Yep. And yep. If, if we have our team back, we can actually really see what we have. And yep. hopefully we start to make some progress when we add some more defensive players and our bench because, like, listen. Um, our bench has been our strength this season. We've gotten outscored on the bench ridiculously today. Uh, I think the bench scoring was 38 to 14. Yeah, that's and that's not New York Knicks bench, you know. So I think once yeah. we get some more pieces, once we get some more defensive, defensive pieces, I think we'll be a little, a little bit better. All right, but um, yeah, that is our show, man. Thanks for closing the show. You already know where to find us. You already know stuff. Um, so yeah, next show. Will be against these Hawks. Hoping we 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 uh y'all having some Christmas turkey, but hopefully the Knicks are having some Hawk for dinner. And yep. watch us talk about the Knicks win on Saturday. I'm calling and calling into existence. All right, that yes, is our, that is our show. And as always, shout out the worldwide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here, right? That is our show. We are out of here. Peace. Peace. York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. In, 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 in,